Uh, Father, we give glory to your name tonight. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your presence here. Thank you for your interest in this company. I thank you, God Almighty, because you have always been present in this meeting. I give glory and adoration to your name in the name of Jesus. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for the work you are doing in the midst of your people. I give glory to you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your passion. Thank you, God Almighty, for your determination to raise a people unto you. I give glory to your name tonight, Jesus. I ask for your help. I ask for guidance. I ask, oh God Almighty, for mercy. Lord, I, have, I ask for mercy. I ask for mercy. Help me, Lord, to be a blessing to your people tonight in the name of Jesus. Guide me, oh God. I know you are here already. You are here. I give glory to your name, oh God Almighty. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, the, the Lord is, is vividly here. The Lord is here. The Lord Jesus himself is here in our midst. And I know that he's here to bless us. His, his presence is tangible. If you, if you can perceive in the spirit, his presence is very tangible. Is real, is real, is real. We give glory to him. We thank you, Jesus, for visiting us tonight. Thank you for the, for the food, the meal, the blessing that you are bringing today. I exalt your name, Lord. I adore you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 I, I thank God for what he has done since um, the beginning of the year. And um, I, I'm just going to encourage us tonight concerning what God has been speaking. It is clear, I, you know, when the meetings were going on, after the, the SOS conference, I found a burden in my heart. I think I was sharing with uh, Pastor Jeff a burden, I thought the burden was for me. I was going to pray that God, this year, you help me to so obey you that I will come into these things that you are talking about. But as I was going to be praying, I found that the burden was for everybody. That the Lord wanted me to pray for everybody collectively to journey into things that he is saying the things he's bringing to us in this season, that everybody will be a partaker indeed of it. And so we are going to be praying, you know, praying around that, that everybody, because God wants to receive a company, not just an individual, praise the Lord. So everyone must desire to be a partaker indeed. There is something God wants to birth in this company, there is something he is looking out for. He is eagerly yearning to get something, to reap something from this company. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And all that he has been saying, I want you to know that these things are attainable. They are attainable. It is possible to attain them 
Because he who is speaking is not saying something that we cannot attain. He is going to be working in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Everything he has said. You know what we are focused on? We are focused on the heavenly man, which is God's desire. God wants to raise men who are heavenly. He wants to raise men who are heavenly. Hallelujah. And it is attainable. It is possible for you to become heavenly. And the provisions for this heavenly attainment are already being given to us. God is exposing it. God is revealing it to us. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It is possible to attain heavenliness. Is that a correct English? <laughs> it is possible to become a heavenly man. Amen. 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 God has painted it before us that he wants us to be heavenly. And that has, we have known that that has been the desire of God from the foundation. Even before man was made, that has been the calling upon man. That man will not be a mere man, an ordinary man, but a heavenly man. Amen. And we know that the first man that was made, even though he was made with a high stature, he was a man of heavens. Even though his heaven is the heaven of the earth. Praise the Lord. He was a, by, by his make. By his stature, he was not uh, raised like they are raising us. He was made so. He was made like the angel. Praise the Lord. He just woke up and found himself with a stature. And his head was touching heaven by reason of his build. Hallelujah. By reason of his make. Bible says he made man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And he told them to have dominion. The reason they can have dominion is because of their make. Because of the stature they were born with. You know, when I say born, you understand what I'm saying? They were made with a particular stature called a living soul. Man was a living soul. Now there are content, there are things that made up that living soul. Hallelujah. There are things, there are laws that framed the living soul. Those laws, Adam did not need to obey them to come into them. He was, those laws were put inside him when God was making him. Hallelujah. You know the laws responsible, I mean what is responsible for who we are and what we do, they are laws. You see the eagle is able to fly because God put some laws in the eagle to fly so high, higher than the laws that are inside a chicken. Do you understand? It's laws. They didn't do anything to be what they are. They were made so. You understand? You see the, the animals, the lion and all those things, what made them the way they are, are laws that they were framed with. So Adam was framed with laws that made him a living soul. There are laws of the living soul. Amen. So, but when man fell, when Adam disobeyed, Another law entered into him. Sin entered into him. 
And that broke him down. He broke down his stature completely. He broke him down, even though he did not go deep into the things that came into him, his generations after him went very far. They were broken down to become flesh. They were not, never made to be flesh before. It was sin that broke them down. Sin, sin degenerates. Sin reduces. Sin, how will I put it? Sin breaks down. Yes, sin is a breaking down reagent. Sin breaks down. That's why the Bible says righteousness exalts. But sin is a reproach. Righteousness exalts. That is righteousness builds. But sin is a reproach. Sin is a, is a death agent. It's a decomposer. The, the, the sin is a decomposer. Hallelujah. So sin broke man down until man became flesh. In fact, by the time Jesus was coming, man had become dust. Not just flesh. Had become dust. So the devil could pray on man. But what am I saying this evening? You know, it was on Friday when Reverend was meeting, something, you know, touched my heart. He said, The whole of heaven, they are drunk with building. <laughs> they are passionate about raising man. That, that, is, that is their, their, when you say somebody is drunk with something, that is all that is in their heart is about how they can raise man. They want men raised. And the raising, you know, the raising is a gradual thing. But what they want men to be raised into, they want men to be raised into the stature of our Lord Jesus Christ, who also was raised by God. The stature. He said, for whom he did foreknow, he also did what? Predestinate to be what? Conform to the image of his son. <laughs> Conform to what? That he might be the firstborn amongst many brethren. The image of the son. That is the benchmark. That is the calling. To be raised exactly like the son. That is the calling hanging upon all of us. Image of the son. You see, that's a tall order. Because who is the son? Who is the son? The son, according to Hebrew chapter 1, give me Hebrew chapter 1, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. <laughs> See who is speaking, speaking to us by Heart in these last days, where, 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 which days are we now? Heart in these last days. So what is God doing in these last days? What is the essence of speaking? Is to raise. Heart in these last days, spoken unto us by his son. That is the son that they predestinated us to be conformed to his image. Who is the son? Who being, whom he had 
appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. Express image. That is what they are calling us into. Express image of God's person. Can you imagine that kind of calling? That is what they call or who they call the heavenly man. <laughs> the heavenly man is the express image of God's person. Hallelujah. Amen. The heavenly man is the express image of God's person because God's, the, the, his son is the brightness of his glory, is the what? Express image of his person. And you have been predestinated to be what? Conformed to the image of his son. Are you seeing our calling? So clear. Our calling is to become the express image of his person. So it's a calling heavenward. Is a calling what? Heavenward. That is the heavenly man. The heavenly man is exactly like God. The heavenly man is that man that is sitting on the throne with God. Because you can't sit on the throne with God if you are not exactly like him. Because the, you can't separate the throne of God from God. So God, you cannot imagine God being drunk with wanting to raise men to be like him. God is drunk with wanting to raise men to be like him, exactly like him. Hallelujah. And when man looks at you, you wonder how will a man come to this place? He has made available everything necessary. Everything necessary. Everything that we need. So, um, um, the building... The building, when we got born again, we were born again to come and fulfill this purpose. This is the reason why we got born again. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you got born again, they feed us with milk so that we can, we can attain a growth. Attain, you're welcome, sir. That's our daddy over there. Amen. Amen. So what am I saying? When we got born again, they begin to bring some substances to us that we feed on, we feed on to attain a kind of growth that can interact or that can take the first, the, the foundation for the building of a heavenly man. The foundation for the building of a heavenly man. They introduce us to milk. We take milk. You know, I talk about milk a lot because I know that a lot of believers didn't take good milk. 
So when they got, they get confused. You know, we thought milk is just one useless thing, and we forget we've, we. It took our daddy to come and explain to us that people, men like Stephen, were product of milk. They were products of milk. The Bible calls them, when they were looking for deacons, you know, people who will attend to table in those days of the apostles, let's look at the qualification they said they should look for in men. And it was milk that raised those men. Because it was Paul that brought revelation of Christ, which is meat. And Paul, as at that time, had not been raised. He was not even born again. He was even still persecuting the church. So all that the apostles had were the apostles' doctrine that raised this kind of men. So don't, don't just trivialize milk as if it's one, one's uh, funny thing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He said, wherefore, brethren, look ye out of among you seven men. Look at the, the qualification of honest reports. What produced honest reports in them? Milk. These kind of men, they will, they, will, they, will lead, they will build cathedrals in these our days. But it's milk that produces them. <laughs> you don't even find this kind of men again. Men of what? Honest reports. Full of the Holy Ghost and of wisdom. So inside milk, because... Christ had not been preached there. Christ had not been unveiled. Full of what? The Holy Ghost. For you to be full of the Holy Ghost, you must have been cooperating with the voice of the Holy Ghost, with the leadings of the Holy Ghost. The teach, because these, these men, the Bible, the Bible calls, it said they, they continued in the apostles' doctrine. So there must have been some things that they were taught that they were cooperating with that brought about this development in them. Because you cannot be full. When you got born again, you were filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. But to be full of the Holy Ghost, you must have been led by the Holy Ghost. You must have been what? Instructed by the Holy Ghost. You must have obeyed some things that the Holy Ghost brings to you. That is the beginning of our journey. So at these men, they, say, they call them of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. What is the business? Just to serve tables. Look at the requirement to serve tables. <laughs> eh? Look at the requirement to serve tables, just to serve tables. What am I trying to say? These men, they have cooperated with the Holy Ghost. They have yielded themselves to come out like that. And this, these men are referred to as children. In their growth state, their children. Out of this man came Stephen. Hallelujah. 
So this, what am I trying to say? There are things you, whatever allocation God is bringing your way at any time, you will not profit from it if you don't yield to it. You won't profit. Profit will not come. He said, uh, Paul told uh, Timothy, he said, he said, give yourself wholly to these things that what your profiting may what appear. Your profiting will, will not appear. What is the profiting that is appearing? That is the fruit that you will bear. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear you. Are you following what I'm trying to say? That what we make us profit from what we are hearing is that we give ourselves wholly unto them. And that was the prayer I was trying to pray that God help me this year to give myself wholly to these things. And the Lord was making me understand that these things, the whole community must be taken along, must be prayed for. The whole community, God wants everyone to partake of these things that he has brought down. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So by the time Paul came, came with the doctrine of Christ, he preached Christ. He was sent with the, with the gospel of Christ, which is the foundation. Hallelujah. The foundation for the heavenly man to be raised. Paul came and preached Christ. And taught Christ. And he was telling them what to do with the teachings of Christ. That he was telling them. Because there is something you do with what you hear. Paul was telling them, I think uh, Pastor Bukumi quoted it and prayed with it in uh, Colossians chapter, this chapter 2. As he have therefore received Christ Jesus. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so do what? Walk ye in him. Walk ye in him, yes. Rooted. So there is no being rooted if you don't walk. What brings the rooting is your walking. Rooted and what? Built up. You see, you see that building... It's a necessary building that must rise for the heavenly things to come to man. A man who is not rooted and built up cannot take the next allocation. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, as ye have been what? Taught. As ye have been what? Are they teaching us now? 
So what they are teaching us, they are telling us, walk in what you are being taught. Give yourself wholly to what you are being taught so that your profiting may appear. You see that your profiting is that building. That is a profit. It's being rooted and being built up. That building is actually what God is looking for. Heavens are drunk with building. God is looking for building in our midst. He, he builds us. Give me Ephesians chapter 2 towards the last, the last um, verses. From verse, um, give me from verse 19. Now therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Yes. And are what? Built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ being himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the buildings fitly framed together groweth into an holy temple in the Lord. Are you seeing something? The building groweth into a holy temple. This is the first, first growth that comes from the teachings of Christ. A holy temple in the Lord. A sanctuary man. Who Paul calls a man. That is the kind of person that God refers to as a man. You know, God Paul said, when I was a child, I spake as a child. He was not talking about when he was a physical child. Because he traced the things that made him to be a man. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I did what as a child? I understood as a child and thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Now, the, kind, the man they are calling, they are talking about uh, is a building that has arisen from the learning of Christ and the doing of Christ. Are built up when and we are in whom all the buildings fitly framed together grow it unto a holy temple, a holy temple in the Lord, a holy temple. So when he said, As ye are therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up. That building is a holy temple. That building is a holy temple. That building is a building of a holy man. A sanctuary man. A man that the high priest will come to and begin to give to him heavenly substances. He's a man that the high priest can relate with. That building is a building for to receive heavenly materials. 
That building is a resurrection. It's a raising. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So what am I saying? It takes doing things that we have been taught for that building to arise. When they say they are being built, you, are not, you cannot be built except substances are ministered to you. So the substances for this first building is the revelation of Christ, the teaching of Christ, the preaching of Christ, that a man will walk in. Like um, um, Romans chapter 8 says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus who walk not. Are you seeing Walking is very, very important. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. You see that freedom, a man who is made free is a man who has been raised. That is, has made me free from the law of sin and death. That is, that is a reason. That is a building. That is a growth. To be free from the law of sin and death is to be raised. Is to be raised. But there is no, I want this thing to sink in us because of the subsequent things I'll be saying. There is no reason. There is no building without walking. Profit appears when we give ourselves wholly to the things that we are hearing. As you do, you are going up. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So here, we heard Christ. In milk, we heard the Holy Ghost a lot, which is very necessary to produce men full of the Holy Ghost. To produce honest men full of wisdom. The Holy Ghost will lead us. In the teaching of Christ, you begin to hear Christ. If, for ye have not so learned Christ, if so be that you have what? Heard him. Did you hear that? If so be that you have what? Heard him. And you have been taught of him as the truth is in Jesus. So when you are hearing Christ, what are you hearing? You are hearing the truth that is in him. And those truths, they are actually building blocks. They are materials for building. Nobody can be raised except you hear Christ. You see that first building, what makes you to grow are the things you hear. And what are they? Truth. Truth. They are materials for building. Layers of truth. The, to build Christ, you bring the truth that is in Jesus. He himself will teach you. He said, You will lead us. You will lead us why? Teach me your truth. Teach me your ways. Lead me in the path of truth. Because I don't know it. That is why we have to hear him. We hear him. He brings his truth 
to us, speaking the truth in love may grow. Those are the things that framed him. Truths framed him. And those truths are in levels. There's a truth in Christ that frames the man of the sanctuary. The man that the high priest. Because after you must have, you have to hear Christ, you have to do Christ. There is no, when you are doing Christ, you are, you are calling the high priest that somebody is rising. A building is growing. A man is getting ready for the ministry of the high priest. Doing, doing brings what? Building. Hallelujah. So, where am I going? Had in this last day spoken unto us by his son. He had what? Spoken unto us by what? By who? By his son, whom he had appointed heir of all things, by whom he also made the worlds. Now, what, what am I saying? Now, the son, in these last days, the son is speaking. In these last days, the son is speaking. But he cannot speak to the whole church. The whole church cannot hear the son. It is only those who have been built by the revelation, the doctrine of Christ. Those who have used the doctrine of Christ, they are the ones who can hear the son when the son is speaking. Not everybody. Even when, they are, when, you, are, when you have not used Christ and the son is speaking, you will say people are speaking heresy. You will not be able to make anything out of it because it's not, they're not, it's not speaking within the, the radius of your comprehension. That's why we have to give the more earnest heed. So the son is speaking. What is the son speaking? The son is an heavenly man. The son is a man of heaven. The son is a man who has been raised by God. To come and raise sons unto God like himself. The son is equipped with substances of heaven. He's called the high priest of good things to come. Those good things are the things that framed him. So when he is speaking to us, we are able to hear him because we have done Christ. We have been raised and built as Christ. We have become sanctuary men by reason of our building. That's Ephesians chapter 2 I was, I, was, uh, I was reading. Give me, let's finish reading it. So you see that the building are in levels. In whom all the building fitly framed together, great unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also and holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. So you are first built 
a temple, a holy temple unto the Lord. Then you are now built as an habitation of God. So you understand? Habitation of God now is a, God can only inhabit a heavenly man. A man that has received all the substances of God. It is by those substances that God actually dwells in us. Hallelujah. Because those things are the giving of God. So he said, so the building is very, very important to God. It's important to heaven. If they call it our calling. It is our vocation. Give me Hebrew chapter 3 before I come back to this, uh, this thing. Hebrew chapter 3. I'll read from verse 1. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling. Heavenly, what is the heavenly calling? To become a heavenly man. To be built, to be raised. Let's look at it. Consider the apostle and the high priest of our profession. This is one thing we will do in these days. This is something that will take our focus. Consider, consider one person. Don't consider too many things. You know, we are distracted by too many things. But in this journey, we must consider one person. The apostle and high priest of our profession. What is our profession? Our profession is to be built. To be built a heavenly man. Christ Jesus. Yes. Who was faithful to him. That appointed him. As Moses also was faithful. In all his house. For this man was counted worthy. Of more glory than Moses. Inasmuch as he was. As he who had builded the house. Had more honor than the house. For every house is builded by some, some man, but he that built all things is God. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. But Christ, as a son, over his own house. <laughs> Over his own what? Whose house are we? Are you seeing something? What, how do you get a house? You build it. You raise a house. Whose house are we? If we, is conditional. You don't become his house if you become his house if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. What is the end? What is the end? When you become the house. When you attain the, when you realize the hope. What is the hope? He's becoming his house. So God is building us to inhabit us. Hallelujah. Amen. He's building us so that he can inhabit us. But the building, the most important thing about this building is that men are the ones who want to, what they are building is actually our souls. They are building our souls. God wants to make our souls his habitation. Yes. 
He wants to raise our souls. And there is no way we can be raised except they give us things which we are going to, you know, building entails materials. You bring building materials. Praise the Lord. You use materials, cement, sand, water. You use plank, iron, and all those things to build. All those things, they have, they have them in the spirit. Jesus Christ, the brightness of God's glory, the express image of his person, is a product of materials that his father gave to him. How did his father give them to him? The father taught him. The father revealed them to him. And he cooperated with the materials to be raised. If he didn't cooperate, the materials would just feel everywhere. Wow. 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 Is that, not, that is how we wow at revelations. But for a revelation to turn to building material, the spirit must come and breathe on revelation to bring out the truth that is meant for building. And when that truth, I was praying for someone today, I said, we call this year the year of appearance. I said, my prayer for you is that you will receive all the appearances. Amen. You will align because the appearance is not just for Jesus to come and show me this. See me, I don't come. He's going to reveal his loss to you. And the profit of that appearance is that you receive that law, you align, agree with it, then you profit. Because it does not yet appear what we shall be like. But we know that when he shall appear. What is the reason for his appearance? When he shall appear, what will happen to us? Be like him. Because of what? We will see him as he is. There's a way he is that we ought to be like. So you understand? There is a way he is. That we ought to be like. So when he's appearing to us, he's showing us how he is, who he is, the way he is. So for me to be like him, I must agree with that way that he is. When he comes to show us <laughs> that me, <laughs> I am meek, I am lowly, I'm a child, that is who he is. I must agree with that thing that he's showing me. I must be ready to be without reputation. I must be ready to be cheated. You don't understand what I'm saying? The appearance will not profit me. Say, wow, Jesus just showed himself to me. You know? <laughs> I just saw Kai, that guy, that guy, <laughs> that guy, mm -mm. Somebody is preaching with me. <laughs> when he shall appear, we shall be like him. The purpose of his appearance is for us to be like him. That is what they are hungry about. To be like him is to be raised. Because he was raised. He was raised. He was raised by obeying laws 
of raising. Raising from one level to the other, one level to the other. Raising, gradual raising by the giving of things. So when a man has been raised as Christ, has been raised as a man of the sanctuary, the high priest now comes with things for him to be raised as a heavenly man, an everlasting man, a man of the holiest of all. He comes to bring those things, but like I said, you can't reason with the high priest when you are not raised as Christ. So he said, at in this last day, spoken unto us by his son. What is the son speaking? And what are we to do with what the son is speaking? Chapter 2 of Hebrew tells us what to do with what the son is speaking. The son, like I said, the son of God in this capacity cannot speak to the whole church. He can only speak to a company who have been raised by the doctrine of Christ. Who have become sanctuary men. Hallelujah. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things. Are you seeing? To the things which we have heard. Lest at any time we should let them sleep. That is my charge for you tonight. We have heard so much. What we need to do now to profit is to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. When we leave this place now, we all go back to our, you know, normal life, you know, endeavors. Face our challenges. These things we have heard, they can sleep. Satan, the adversary, the hinderer, is waiting for everybody. He knows you have heard a lot. <laughs> and he's waiting to collect what you have heard. He will not say, give me, give me. Mm-mm. He just brings something across your path and you forget that you heard some things. That will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. That is the burden in the heart of God. That all of us, we profit from these meetings. What we have heard so far. We will profit. We are going to give the more earnest heed. Like Pastor Jeff was saying that some these messages you have to go and listen again. You meditate, say meditate upon. That's what he was saying. Meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly unto it that your profiting may appear. Take heed unto yourself. First, take it to the doctrine. Take it to yourself and turn to the doctrine. Take heed. Take heed. Take heed. So he said, we should give the more earnest heed to the things which we, you see, said the more earnest heed. It was telling uh, Timothy, take heed. We are, we are in a season where we must take heed, where we don't joke with these things so that they don't slip from us. We don't get too familiar with them. Oh my God, we got some high revelations. Don't be familiar with them. They came for your building. They came for your rising. They came for your appreciation. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things, to give heed 
starts with meditation. A lot of things can fill our thoughts that we meditate on. A lot of things, and Satan is ready to supply meditations, substances, things to meditate on. But without meditating on these things, our profits will not appear. Therefore, we have to give the more energy to these things which you have heard. Lest at any time we should let them, what, sleep. For if the word spoken by an angel, by angels, remember, the words they are speaking to us now is not angel that is speaking, it's the son. It's the son that is speaking. If the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience, are you seeing how to take it? You, by obeying. You take it by what? Obeying. By not transgressing. Transgression and what? And disobedience. Receive a just recompense of reward. So there is reward for transgressing. There is reward for what? Disobedience. That reward is not palatable. Yes. How shall we escape if we neglect so great Salvation. So what the Lord is speaking to us are words of salvation. Words of what? Salvation. Words of, you know, a saved man is a raised man. A saved man is raised incorruptible, is an incorruptible man. So the speaking that the son is saying is bringing substances of the incorruptible, undefiled, and that which faded not. That is a heavenly man. A heavenly man is incorruptible. A heavenly man is undefiled. A heavenly man does not fade away. Why? He was raised by the substances that are not corruptible, that, are, that cannot be defiled, and that cannot fade away. And that is what the son is speaking. That is what the high priest is armed with. Those are the things that raised him. Incorruptible. So he said, how shall we escape? If we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord. So the Lord spoke these words and some people heard him and was confirmed unto us by them that what? Heard him. And you see, I saw something here that uh, took my attention. The Lord, the Spirit of God was ministering to me that this is the key to what? Signs, wonders, and miracles. It's the key. If we give it, take it to this, is, he said, now how shall we escape? God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his will. If, are you seeing something? This is the key to miracles that we have never seen before. The Lord is said to bear us witness. Bear us witness with signs and wonders and miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost. But you see, the greatest sign is that a man is built. Is that a man is raised incorruptible. The incorruptible man is a sign and it's a wonder. 
and wonders can now flow out of him. So he said we should take heed. We should give the more earnest heed. This year is a year of giving the more what? Earnest heed. There is no profiting without giving heed to these things. No profiting. Go back to, you see, what he speaks has a lot to do with our raising. God is particular about who we hear him speak. And what you will do with what is speaking is so important. Speaking. Give me Hebrew chapter 3. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who had built the house had more honor than the house. Yes. For every house is built by some man, but he that built all things is God. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. But Christ as a son over his own house. Whose house are we? If we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm. Are you seeing something? If we hold what? That is, you are not holding it with, with negligence. You are not holding it with levity. You are not holding it carelessly. You hold fast. You are not let, letting go of it. You hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing. You see, for you to hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope, the hope must have been painted to you by the learning of Christ. Eh? That you may know the hope of his calling. You must have known the hope. You must have understood the hope for you to be able to hold fast with confidence and rejoicing firm unto the end. Yes? The next verse. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost said, are you seeing something? If you hear what? <laughs> this is the key. This son, God is speaking to us by his son. Hold fast to the things which we have heard. The Holy Ghost is now telling them that the key to realizing this calling today if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the provocation, in the temptation, in the wilderness. Yes. When your fathers tempted me and proved me and saw my works 40 years, wherefore I was grieved with that generation and said, they do always err in their heart and they have not known my ways, which means his voice communicates his ways. It is by his voice 
that they chose the way. And when they show way, what are you to do with way? What are you to do with way? So what we are hearing is not something to, to bamboozle our minds. It is meant to order our walk in the way. And like I said, there is no building without walking. So when his voice comes, his voice communicates his ways. And in walking in the way, we are raised. Look at what the way, this walking is tied to. Wherefore, I was grieved with that generation and said, they do always err in their hearts and they have not known my ways. So I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. So voice is connected to rest. What is rest? A man who has entered the holiest of all has entered into rest. And we know that entrance is by formation. Entrance is by raising. You don't just enter with revelation in your mind. You enter with the revelation that has turned to way that you have walked in and you have been built. You have been formed. It takes formation to enter the holiest of all. That rest is actually a raising. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Formation is responsible for entering into rest. Entering into rest is entering into the holiest of all, which cannot happen without a formation. And formation cannot happen without a work. Yes. Continue. Verse 11. Take it, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. Unbelief there is not that you don't have faith to receive your healing. Unbelief there is not agreeing with the standards that are revealed. Not agreeing, not aligning. Hallelujah. And even out of unbelief, in departing from the living God. Now, departing from the living God does not mean you stop coming for fellowship. A man departs in the heart. When the heart is no longer joining, the heart is no longer pursuing, no longer holding firmly the hope with confidence. The heart is departing. He's seeing another hope. He's seeing something else to live for. And he's still coming to fellowship. And he's still singing praises. And he's dancing in church. But the heart has departed because the heart has lost grip of the hope. Departing from the living God. That is departing from what the Son is saying. Instead of agreeing and aligning. Agreeing and aligning. You, you hear it say, mm, okay, it's all right. But there's more to life. I want to get something sorted. Or you can be preoccupied with some other things. Yeah. 
And there are, this is our environment. There are so many things to be preoccupied with. Every environment has its own preoccupation. Satan calculated everything for every, every place. People living in the village, they have their own distractions. People living in Canada have their peculiar distractions. People living in the U.S., they have their peculiar distractions. People living in the U.K., their own distraction is peculiar. And people living in Lagos, they have their peculiar distraction. The ones living in Igebu, they have their own peculiar... He, he, he made it compatible with your environment so that it will not be strange to you. Those distractions, they are, some of them, a lot of them are legitimacies. There's a distraction of this age that we are all guilty of. You know it? Social media. Twitter. Instagram. Facebook. Uh, WhatsApp. Me, I'm only on WhatsApp. And I still feel so distracted. So some people are on WhatsApp, they are on Twitter, they are on Instagram, they are on, uh, which one is this new one that uh, Elon Musk brought? Huh? Twitter. Okay, it's Twitter, B. But by the time you spend the whole day on Twitter, Instagram, WhatsApp, WhatsApp is already, <sighs> honestly, it saps energy. The Lord is talking to me about what's up. Spending too much time. What time do you have to meditate? No, am I lying? You quickly see a story. You know, during that election, hey, Nigeria, what's up? Finished the story, YouTube. Hey, it don't happen. <laughs> you want to know what is happening. You want to, you now stay listening to a story. Ah, my spirit is being drained. And I'm believing God this year that God will help me. Yeah. Am I talking to all of us? Yes, ah, so we are all guilty. <laughs> The way Pastor Jeff is looking at me is not guilty, he's holy. <laughs> it's a distraction for this age. A serious distraction, I'm telling you the truth. Our phones are distractions to us. Have you ever noticed when you want to pray? That is when one serious call comes in. When you are reading your Bible, a serious call that you have to attend to. By the time you are finished, you are drained. No energy to pray again. The energy to pray has been sapped. Especially those of us who are pastors who counsel people. Some counseling come at the wrong time to come and distract you. 
This is I'm saying. They look like uh, this, but this is very true. Very, very true. We need to give the more what? Earnest heed. You will not be able to obey what you don't pay attention to. You won't be able to obey what you don't pay attention to. You will only... Have you noticed that social media has created a lifestyle for us? Because we stay on it always. They have carved out our lifestyle. Am I lying? We dress like what we see on social media. That laughter is a laughter of, you got me. Social media, you know, carves out, what do you call it now? Set pace for living for us. Am I lying? Some things we will not buy them if we didn't see it advertised on social media. Am I lying? Instagram. Instagram is just set up for one thing. To advertise goods. And products. So what, did you, what you didn't plan to buy before when you see it on Instagram and the way they will advertise it. I was telling somebody <laughs> we were in America one time like that and we were watching the television. They were now advertising one frying pan like that. Hey! The way the frying pan was behaving like magic. I said, Tayo, order now, order now. Now, now, order. The way they advertise it, eh? I said, oh, yeah, 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 let's order. Order for me, order for yourself. You know what saved us? We couldn't use his card to order. So we needed the card of our host to order. We now went and then went to assess. We need to order for something. We need your card. We'll give you the cash. She said, what is the thing? I said, so it's on television. <laughs> As she said, ha, styling. <laughs> if you follow advert in America. <laughs> say, is that advert? Is it the advert you are following that you want to buy? I said, yes. I said, have you proven that? I said, the way they advertise, I said, ah. <laughs> she said, that right. I said, see the way this thing is behaving. She said, do you know what they used to line is carcinogenous? That's not a good one. The two of us were weak. <laughs> they help you detect how you spend your money. What you didn't plan to buy. When, once it comes on Instagram, spending starts. Am I lying? These are things that we Take, we give heed to. Are you seeing what we give heed to? We give heed to many things. 
But we, now, 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 the season we are in, I believe God wants to reap something in this period. We might need to fast a lot of things to give heed to what is being spoken. We might need to fast a lot of things to give is what I'm sensing in my spirit that life is not going to be like before. Life is not going to be like before. And so lifestyles need to change. What we give attention to, what we give heed to must change. From what is coming to us, you don't attain heavenly stature giving heed to so many other things. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So God is demanding consecration from us. That is what that is the word. He's demanding from us consecration for this season. There are consecrations for this season. The spirit of God will let you know what consecration is asking from you. He will let you know whether to spend less time on Instagram. And more time on Bible. Or more time praying. You don't know that those are consecrations. Consecration is not just to abstain from fornication. Even things that look legitimate. That can get you hooked. Bible says all things are lawful. All things are not expedient. All things are lawful. I will not be brought under the power of any. Are you sensing what I'm talking about? You know, we're not hooked on cocaine, but we can be hooked on Facebook. If you have not checked Facebook, what is trending? Which story is around? In a day, you're not okay. It has become a bondage. All things are lawful. But I will not be brought under the power. Those things, you see, gradually we are brought under powers of things. That Satan created to take our attention. You don't know where you become bound. Then you become helpless until you have done it. It's like somebody who is smoking cocaine. If they are not smoking, their body will be shaking. I remember years ago, I didn't know I loved Coke so much. You know, when people would look at me and say, hey, Mommy, take some sugar, they don't understand what I've gone through. I used to drink Coke like no man's business. I didn't know when I got hooked on Coke. When you ask me, what do you want to do? I say, uh, uh, Coke is it. <laughs> this sister can laugh. <laughs> Maybe she was like me or she's like me. I say, ah, ah, coke is it, coke is it. So they will bring it, I will just grow. So he got to a time when I get to the office, I sit around that 11 a.m. After eating, I'll be restless. I'll be restless. What is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? Like word of knowledge. I've never seen that kind of thing before. <laughs> like one of, word of knowledge, it will just come. 
Oh, cook. I didn't know how I got there. You're laughing. I became hooked. I just, oh, cook. And I would just go and take coke. When I take coke, I would just be at peace. I'll be calm. Because there's something addictive inside it, the caffeine. But I took it so much that my body and I became addicted. Not cocaine. Coke. Coca-Cola. <laughs> so, I'm a, and I'm a sister. Holy Ghost. I looked at myself. I said, I've been brought under the power of coke. Uh -uh. I said, this is not good. I said, this is not good. It's lawful for me to drink coke, but I've taken it to a point where I'm now under the power. If I don't take it at a particular time, I'll become restless because I've done it over time. It now got to a point when I take, when I hold my hand like this, it will start shaking. It will start shaking. It will start shaking. I say, uh, uh, at this age, my hand is shaking, and I see God a long way to go to preach Bible, to preach gospel, and to do it, and to become. And my hand is already shaking. I said, no more. Caffeine. I said, so it's not just, you know, it also talk about bringing under the power of any. You think it's cocaine or sex. Oh, no, Facebook can bring you under power. Twitter can bring you into bondage. I'm talking to young people who are explorers in their soul. They exploit and exploit until they run, run into trouble. But that will not be your portion in the name Amen. of Jesus. So there are consecrations God is asking of us in this season. God will help us, will give us the grace Amen. to consecrate ourselves Amen. unto what is being spoken. Because what is being spoken must be given attention. You must take heed to what is being spoken. It is in taking heed that you will be able to do it. Hallelujah. There is grace in taking heed. You lose power to do when you give yourselves over to a lot of things. That is not what you are hearing. Amen. Amen. Go back to that chapter 3. Yes, in departing from the living God, yes. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin, for we are made, are you seeing? We are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. 
Are you saying, how do I hold? How do I hold? Is it by keeping it in, in, my, in my memory? Or I hold by doing. I hold by obeying. We are made partakers of Christ. Don't forget, the Christ they are talking about here is the Son of God that is speaking to us. Hallelujah. He's the Son of God because the beginning of it says, Holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling. What is the heavenly calling? Partakers of what? A nature, a building. And he says, this is how we are made partakers. We are made partakers if we hold what? If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. What is the end? The end is when you become. So you have to hold what they are saying. You hold, how do I hold? By in, engaging, engaging in it, engaging, doing, 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 doing. As I'm doing, I am partaking. Hallelujah. Amen. So it says, exalt one another daily. Are you seeing all these meetings that we are doing? The apostles were doing these things. You don't just partake by hearing one day. And then you go and hear other things for the rest of the, of the week. <laughs> eh? you, these people were serious. Did you see the exhortation? It said, exhorting one another what? You know, we have not started make, having daily meetings yet. We've only had it for like a week now. We'll disperse and go back to our two, is it two? You are even trying you know, in this part of the world that you are meeting twice a week. But those twice a week, don't joke with it. It's a time to come and be exalted, to come and be strengthened, to come and hear him speak so you can have what to hold on to. Maybe I'm just fulfilling the prophecy of, uh, of Pastor Jeff today that I'm coming with a lot of instructions. Can you imagine? He prophesied it. <laughs> Verse 14. While it is said today, while it is said today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart, as in the provocation. For some, when they had heard, did provoke. How be it, not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. Yes. But with whom was he grieved 40 years? Was it not with them that had sinned? How did they sin? They didn't obey what was being spoken. Whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest? But to them that believed not. So we see, they could not enter because of what? How do I believe? Eh?
John chapter 1. I think verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. To them that believe. Well, how do they believe on his name? They believe on J-E-S-U-S? No. On his name here is referring to his person. His being, when he's, when he's revealed, you be, to believe is to agree. That is how we become. Becoming sons, you receive him. To receive, you agree, you align. Believe on his name. What is his name? I will declare your name to my brethren. When the name is declared, when he's appearing there, when he's speaking, his speakings are declarations of his name, of his properties, of his essence, of his being. That's what he's declaring to us. That is what the voice is bringing. The voice of the high priest brings the name. I will declare your name unto my brethren. And that declaration is necessary because those who believe on his name, they will become sons of God. So believing there is agreeing, aligning, walking in the declarations, holding the declarations by obeying it. Obey what is, you see, what, there's something about God. When, when he appears to us, he brings something contrary to our own arrangements. So when he appears, our prayer is that, Lord, help me to believe in what you are revealing. Help me to take the standards, the judgments that you are bringing. Help me, I need help. Because it comes against my own arrangement. And to raise me, they must knock off my arrangement and put his own arrangement in place. They must knock off who I am. Because it's a change. It's an acquisition of image. It's a change. The required change comes when I drop my own and receive what he's showing me. That is when the building rises. There must be a dislocation of something for a relocation of another. Say they entered in not because of what? Unbelief. Unbelief of what? Of what is being spoken. Of what is being revealed. Of the standards. The righteousness that is being revealed. The, the judgments that is being given. Say my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. As the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways. So when he said they have air. They always air. Not knowing my ways. Those ways are higher than our ways. So when he speaks. He reveals his ways to us. Which is high. And we, we are used to low ways. So we have to pray and pray and pray and pray so that we can 
align. And there is grace in this season for alignment. There is grace for alignment. There is grace for alignment. God wants the whole company to align with what is being spoken. To align with what God has brought in this season. So that we can profit. So we see they could not enter because of unbelief. Unbelief of what? Of the revealed righteousness. What is being revealed in this season is everlasting righteousness. And we must believe it for entrance. I told us entrance is by stature. Entrance is by raising. It's a particular stature that can, that can enter. And stature is raised by believing. As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them who believe on his name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Who were born? The next one is when you believe, which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So they speak to us, we believe, and we are born. We are born is we are changed. Give me chapter 5, Hebrew. For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men in things pertaining to God. Now I told us who men are in this context. Eh? Who men are? Who are men? Big men? Rich men? Poor men? Educated men? Because those men were fishermen. Have you ever thought about Peter? He has never learned. How did, how, how, did he, how did those people come into divinity? Peter, even John, the beloved. You know he was a fisherman? The beloved. How did they become so enlightened in the things of life? Like that. You know that God is not a respecter of persons. He doesn't respect our education as lush as it is. Because he raised, the Bible says he took things that were not to confirm things that were. So men that are here, they are men that Paul was talking about when I was a man. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I taught as a child. I understood as a child. And that child is not even an ordinary child. He's a child who is he who has been weaned from milk and drawn from the breast. He's a child. 
That kind of child that was full of the Holy Ghost, full of wisdom. Honest report. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing the way spiritual things are? But he was still a child. I understood as a child. He said, but when I became a man, when did he become a man? When he had finished the course of Christ, he had finished charity. He became a man. So it is from among such men that they take high priest. For every high priest is taken from among what? Men. Those are sanctuary, men of the sanctuary. Men who have been raised, men who have been built. Men who have walked, who have been rooted and built up in him. He's taken from among men and is ordained for men in things pertaining to God. Ordained for men. Men. That he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. So the problem of men is sins. Even though they are no longer children, but they still have sin. So the, all, the high priest is ordained for them, but he has gifts to offer to them for their sins. Eh? Yes. Give me the next verse. Who can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way? For that he himself is compassed with infirmity. And by reason thereof, he ought as for himself, as for the people who also for himself to offer for sins. Yes. And no man taketh this honor unto himself. But he that is called of God, as was Aaron, so also Christ glorified not himself to be made an high priest. So you see that the position of the high priest is a glorified office. But we know that this high priest is not just occupying an office. He was raised and built for that office. It's a building. Because God is calling to become a high priest was a heavenly calling. He was made so. Because God said, when they called him, said, this is my son. This day have I begotten thee. So he was a man, a formation. He was a man that became something. He was begotten. He had stature for the high priesthood office. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thou art my son, today have I begotten thee. Yes. As he said also in another place, thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crimes and tears unto him that was able to save him from death, and was heard in that he feared. Though he were a son, are you seeing something? Yet lent he obedience by the things which he suffered. So even the high priest, our Lord Jesus, the first heavenly man, he didn't walk into it like that. He obeyed some things. He lent obedience by the things which he what? Suffered and being made perfect. Are you seeing something? So it's a process. Being made, he was made perfect. What did he become? He became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that have revelation. That do what? Unto all them that do what? (laughs) 
How do we obey him? He is speaking so that we can obey. The reason for all these speakings is to generate obedience. To make us to be raised. To profit. We will bear fruit unto God by obeying. He became the author of eternal salvation to all them that obey him. So what am I stressing in this season? Taking heed. Obedience, believing, receiving, they are all needed for a forward movement or upward journey. It comes. We climb by laws, obeying commandments. So God has come to steer obedience in our midst by the things that he brought to us. He wants us to obey them. God will help us this year. Amen. We are going to be obeying him. You see, what he's speaking to us, they are substances of his making. They call them good things to come. Substances. Things, things, things. Like Peter said, he has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. That will raise a godly man. That will raise a sanctuary man. After that, whereby he has given us what? Exceeding great and precious promises that by this we might be, be partakers of the divine nature. Divine nature. A divine man is what? An heavenly man. It is a divine man that can become an eternal man. So there are things, substances. Those are the things they are offering to us. Like Second First Corinthians chapter two talks about the things that God has prepared for them that love Him. And He said those things they are things of God. Yeah, the deep things of God. They are things, things. They are righteousnesses. They are judgments. They are laws, they are commandments. Things that framed our Lord Jesus, that made him for God to refer to him as thy throne, oh God. He became Christ, he became a divine man, an everlasting man, he became an eternal man. And that, nothing short of that is our vocation. Our calling are you seeing how far? Our calling is nothing short of what our Lord Jesus Christ became. Nothing short of it. Don't say, I, I've become Christ. I don't try. <laughs> you have not gotten to the end. That's not the end. That's not the end. The end is what our predestination is. Those whom he foreknew, he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son. That is your predestination. Yeah. That is your destiny. Yeah. Eh? You know, if you are going to, you are going to Calgary. 
what do they put on your on your what do you thought that a boarding pass? They put destination there, Abby. Calgary. But you might be traveling through Toronto. Hmm? So when you get to Toronto, you now say, I beg, I don't try. Ah. I've tried. I've tried. Have you got it to your destination? So the end of that journey is Calgary. And you will not stop at Toronto. So the destination is to become the image of the sun. And the sun is the image of, is the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person. That's destination. But to get to destination, we become Christ. We become everlasting. Then we become eternal. That's destination. So our journey is still far. We will not rest at becoming Christ. It is obedience upon obedience. What I've come here to emphasize tonight is the fact that we must give the earnest heed to the things which we have heard. A lot of things have been spoken. Some of them you have not heard them well. Part of taking heed is to go back and hear them. And meditate. The one you don't understand, you call Pastor Jeff. That thing that daddy was talking about, what does it mean? You'll be deliberate. Deliberate about what you have heard. So that you will profit. Your profiting will appear. God wants profit. He wants all of us to profit. You don't get into a trade without expecting profit. You, do you do investment without profit? We're expecting profit. Hey, God is investing into us. He's investing his things. Yeah, the deep things of God. And what how are those things coming? They are coming by speakings. 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 Which things we speak? Talking about the world to come. He said, which things we speak? The kingdom is given by speaking. So we have to be careful with speakings. Hebrew chapter 12 talks about speakings. He said they could not, they heard voices, they heard this or that. He said, but they could not, they could not um, endure those things which were spoken. They couldn't endure it. What, what were those things that were, which means in all those thunderings and everything, some commandments were given, which they were to obey. But they couldn't endure the things that were being spoken. Bible now says we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. How do we receive the kingdom? Words. 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 Hebrews chapter 2 tells us the things which the Lord began to speak, to, to speak and was confirmed to us by them that heard him. Words. Words that you hear during preaching. After preaching, the Spirit of God comes to Speak words into your heart. When preaching is going, paintings are going on. 
in your vision. Am I lying? When you are hearing what God is raising your eyes, he's painting some things, he's telling you, he's linking that word to one thing he has told you to do or stop doing. You are hearing. Uh, people say they don't hear this. I say, Me, I've never heard audible voice in my life, but I hear. I hear the Lord talk to me. I hear him paint standards to me. I hear him instruct me directly. Those things, you have to give the more earnest heat to them. Salvation is packaged in those words. Salvation, that picture that you are seeing, that standard that is being raised in your heart, you know it. You can shy from me and say, ah, this one is too high. Nobody is the enemy. It's between me and God. I can, I can ignore it. It's salvation you have just ignored. It could be in your relationship with your friend, your flatmate. God is bringing standard of relationship. It could be between spouses, how you relate with your spouse. It might look so negligible, but that is salvation. Is meant to alter this your soul state because that conversation is being generated from a soul that has not been changed. Because what you do over time is what you become. So when those words are coming, they, they are painting pictures. You see, you see it. You say, "Okay, I saw it," but you can ignore it. It's not time to ignore now. God is serious. God means business. He has invested. He wants profit. The profit is the fruit that we bear. The profit is the person that we become. And that profit will not come except we take heed. We are going to be praying. I don't know if it's going to lead us in prayer, I think. What's the time now? Yes. We are going to spend some time praying for ourselves. We pray for ourselves that we will bear fruit. Amen. Our profit will appear this year. Amen. God will help us to be consecrated. Amen. God is set to achieve something because something also dangerous is coming on the earth. So it takes those who have been walking to escape evil. We don't know what the earth is turning to. We don't know what is coming. But we know that the earth, with all these things coming down, the earth will not be remain the same again. So the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run. They don't walk. They run into it. The name of the Lord is the stature of God. Is is the is the person of God. Is a strong tower. The righteous run into it, and they are saved. How do I run? 
I make haste to obey. I do quick to obey, to change, to become. Running into the name is becoming the name. Aligning with what the name is spelling, I will declare your name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church, I will sing praises to you. I will declare your name. When the name is being declared to me, what do I do? I believe on that name. I agree with the name. I align with the name and become what the name is declaring. And then I'm saved. I've run into the name. The Lord will bless us. The Lord will strengthen us. I don't know who will lead us to pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just begin to pray. Let's bow our heads. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Ramasatare Panurande Gashtokado. Oh, Prentaso Telim Rotas Kule Pronte. Oh, Praste Franto Limbre Tokoskele Criombrata. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Le Makoranostivahan. Evranosia. 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 Every not to make an automaker, not to make an automaker, not to make an Every not to come a Kaliana or Pranati Oscar, not be out to be no hotter. Every not to open you. Every end to open you up. To me on to open you. Every end to up and open you. Every end to me get on to say on to open you. Every end to sell the hold you. Every not to my hold you. Every end my hold you. Every man coming over you. Every end scary on to run over you. I'm your and a hard yosa. I bring my own heart. I bring my own heart over you. Over and over you. Over and over you. I'm a several hard osia. Over and over in a stilling for automation. Evernatus. 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 For the Lord, the Lord said, I will begin to instruct your heart. I'll begin to guide your heart and I'll begin to bring you immersions, immersions and baptism, baptisms into thoughts and ways, baptisms of thoughts and ways. For yeah, this is a year of immersion, year of immersion, year of immersion, even into the spirit, even into the spirit, even into the spirit. For I will teach you and I will guide you. I will guide you. I will help you. I will teach you how to walk. I will strengthen you. I will establish your feet. I will make your feet like the hinds feet. To even take your high places. Even by my own self. Not by power, not by might. But by my, by my, my own spirit. By my own spirit. Even by my own spirit. You will be built up. You shall be built up. You shall be built up. For what is that mountain before Zerubbabel? It shall become a plain even by the bringing forth of that headstone. which shout in grace, grace and grace. You hear the sound of grace even in your heart, even in this season. It's grace even for your building. It's for your building. It's for your building. Say the Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, we give you all the glory. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, Lord, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is the confidence we have in you. 
that if we ask anything according to your name, in your name, that you hear us. And if we know you hear us, we know we have received the petition. So Lord, for every soul, every heart, under this ministration by mommy tonight, Father, because of the authority, the grace upon her, we believe, we believe that season of these encounters, this season of taking heed to these things, and all that we have prayed concerning, we know you have heard us. And Lord, you begin to, to, to bring these encounters, these dealings to every heart and every soul who will under the sound of her voice tonight. Thank you, our God. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.